Hello, and welcome back to the Entrepreneur for Entrepreneurs podcast. I'm your host, William Moon, and today we'll be covering marketing strategies for business owners. And you see, everything in your business falls upon sales and marketing. But before I go over that, let's recap on what needs to happen to have the right foundation set up for your business and for your company. You know, number one, like we've talked about before several times, you need to name your company and you need to register that with your state as a DBA doing business as a company name or get your LLC or S Corp or C Corp, whatever your your tax person uh, recommends. Okay, and so getting that squared away is important. Then step number two, you want to check to make sure your domain name is available for your company website. Now, that's very important because once you complete step one and name your company, you know, you want your website, your domain is basically you renting your website name or not your name, but your URL. And you want the company name to match up with the URL or make sure that they match somewhere and so that there's a connection there so people can find you. And that reserves that URL so that no one else can use it. And so make sure those match and get your website up. And a great website building place that we've used, and this isn't just for websites, but this is just to hire a third party professional for anything at a reasonable price. We use a website called fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. And it's a great place to hire professionals really for anything for a really, really good price who, uh, who have mastered their craft in certain areas. And so step number three, you need a location that could be your home or commercial property. And number step number four in building the right foundation for a business is you need to develop a team of executives and professionals. Every company needs a team, they need staff, and they need a management structure. It's very important that you do that as well. And number five, which gets us close to today, is you want to create a product or service. And number six is you want to have a system to get that product or service out to the public. That's what today's on. And so when it comes to marketing, right? Marketing 101, it needs, your marketing efforts need to happen while you sleep or with or without you. Now, one thing that's important, every business owner needs to specialize in specific areas. And I recommend three areas or less that you specialize in, in your business. And it needs to be the things that you're good at that make it rain for your company, right? Things that you could do that you love to do. And you don't need a lot of them because a lot of mistakes are made when business owners try to be a, a, a master of all trades, right? Or the, a jack of all trades, but master of none. Okay. They're good in a lot of areas, which is not good for your business. You want areas that you specialize in, that you're good at, that you, you're passionate about. For example, for our business, it's marketing and compliance. Those are two big areas where it's growing the awareness, right, of our company, but it's also making sure we're compliant, which is we're following the laws of our industry. And so that's all I focus on. I don't worry about uh, product uh, retention, customer service uh, very much, you know, all that. Now I do have strategies in place to make sure that stuff happens, okay? So that customers are happy, product uh, creativity and enhancement is done, you know, all these other areas. You need to have all the areas of your business taken care of, but you need to specialize only in a few. What's better than specializing in three areas? Actually one. 
just focusing in one area that makes it rain, what brings in uh, uh, profits to your company that you're good at, that's where you need to focus on. But at least three things or less is where you need to really specialize on. And even though marketing is one of our key things, I actually have third-party marketers who we use for our company. And, um, and there's ways to get free resources for that. One of them actually is free, but he is a marketing guru, okay? And so working out things and contracts and stuff with your company with others is a very important thing, okay? But the, the basis of a good marketing program, you need to, even though I'm over marketing, right? We can have marketing done without us, okay? While we sleep, marketing's happening, okay? And so there's different ways of marketing your business. And I'm gonna go through four different ways. And so number one is utilizing your warm market. Now that's your personal contacts of folks that you know, maybe it's, uh, con connections on your social media like Facebook or LinkedIn, okay? We use Facebook and LinkedIn. Those are the, the social media marketing sources we use, but I'm going to get to that in a little bit. So don't overlook your warm market though. That's a really powerful resource. Now, if your company or your product or service that you're offering is uh, pretty expensive and you don't have a lot of money, chances are people in your warm market aren't going to have a lot of money. Okay. However, it's important to get connected with the right people. Okay. Cause this strategy can work whether you're in sales, I used to be in sales or whether you're in distribution and franchising and opening locations, or you have a different kind of service to offer. Now utilizing your warm markets good because then you have free marketers working for you. If you give someone a demo or show them what you're doing as far as like a service or a sample, if you own a physical product, that's cool, okay? But even if you can't do either of those, if you can't show like a service or product or whatever, you can still meet with people in your warm market, people that you know well, and um, are not, that doesn't even have to be well, but they at least know your name and your face. If I said your name and face with someone and they know your name and face, that's a good thing. That's warm market, okay? Now, one of the challenges with warm market though is people have friendship credibility, which means people know your face and name, but usually if this is your first business you're starting up, you don't have business credibility. And so for me, I actually started on financial sales, okay? And uh, when I talk to people about investing money, they're like, what'd you talk about? You're gonna invest my money, William. You still owe me 25 bucks, right? And so I didn't have a lot of business credibility because I was a starving top ramen eating college student when we started in financial sales. Well, then I moved over to the distribution side, but I had been running a financial sales company for a long time. And so I had business credibility when I moved over to the distribution side and the franchising side and eventually became an investor. Okay, so now it's I actually invest in strat strategies and structures for our franchise owners to run a more smooth business and we get paid profits from uh, from the profit sharing of offices that we oversee, okay? Very, very different. And so with that, getting connected with the right people in your warm market is very, very important because they could lead you to other folks, okay? And so who knows, depending on your product and the service, you might have people that see the crusade of what you're doing and join your crusade, okay? Now, <clears throat> the thing is, the goal one of the big goals with Warm Market is getting referred to friends of friends. That's one of the biggest reasons to do that. And so how do you increase though your Warm Market credibility? Because let's say someone's like, okay, I'm in that boat and I don't have a lot of business credibility. People know me, but I don't have business credibility. What people need to see for you to build your business credibility is commitment. 
when they see you're committed to something and they've just seen you change, that's the other one. When people see a change in you because you're dressing different, you're talking differently, your commitments with your time are differently, they kind of see you as a little bit weird, but they're like, that's cool at the same time. That's how you change your business credibility with your warm market, okay? Knowledge isn't gonna necessarily get you there, but when they see a change in you, and they're like, man, I want to be a part of that. I see so-and-so changing. I want to be a part of that. That's cool. What's so-and-so doing? They're different. Well, that difference is what's going to change people to give you business credibility. Okay. Now, you again, you work in a warm market so you can get referred to the friends of your friends. Okay. This is free marketing. Okay. And so just going around sharing your business plans with people, that's actually what Bill Gates did. He shared his business plan with Microsoft with a bunch of people, got connected with other people and built an empire through that. Okay. And so that's obvious proof that warm market and working with friends of friends can build a business and it's free. It's organic marketing. Okay. Plus you have marketers, people talking about you in a good way and referring to you to people that you don't know. It's outside your circle of influence. So that's why you wanna work with Warm Market and with Friends of Friends, because those are free resources and people can get you connected with others uh, at times you're not with them, okay? And so that's very, very powerful. Don't overlook Warm Market and working with Friends of Friends for any business, for anything, okay? Now, the next way is through number three, is through social media. And so I'm gonna say there's free social media and four is paid social media, okay? But as far as free social media, what we use is LinkedIn and Facebook and we're starting to get more into TikTok with videos. And so it's important, right? You don't wanna have a bunch of different areas to pull yourself thin, okay? You wanna have just a few areas that you specialize in or have a system that can handle you being in multiple different social media platforms. And so there's there's a couple, there's two main ways you could use social media. That's either where you're searching for people or you're trying to get people to come to you. Okay. You going to people or attracting people to come to you as a professional. Okay. So there's a there's some different ways you can do that. So when you're using, let's say for example, let's say you're using your own timeline on Facebook, okay? That's you trying to get people to come to you or you're using groups, okay? What's important with that, if you're gonna deal with people coming to you, you wanna use very powerful imagery. And so what makes an ad successful, 90% of the success of an ad all determined, is determined by the images it uses or if it's a video, the images in the video why you use powerful images when you're trying to get people to come to you and posting in groups and stuff like that or on your own newsfeed timeline or whatever whether it's linkedin or facebook using powerful imagery to get people to connect with you is is the absolute key okay and so what's important with that too is whatever area or demographic or group you're marketing to it's actually important to do some market research. That's one of the things we provide our co-founders with our franchise contracts. When we get a new co-founder, someone who wants to build a franchise and build their own business and do the steps that I've talked about, we provide them with a very special marketing strategy uh, session. And so they know the key questions to ask people. And basically all you're finding out is with a big uh, group that you're marketing to, is you want to find the common problems of the group and so that's very very important is to find out 
you know, what keeps you awake at night? Just that one question right there has made us thousands and thousands of dollars when it comes to social media advertising and finding common problems with multiple people within the group. You know, if you have 50 or 100 people saying that they have the same problems and they're in a specific group, well, that tells you where to focus your marketing efforts for this group. And you wanna hit their pain points so that you could show them how you can help them out of the painful situations that they're in. That's for any business. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be money related. It doesn't have to be time related. It doesn't matter. You wanna find out what their needs are for the group and advertise to that need. And the image that you use, why imagery is so important is because it stops them to catch their attention. Then they'll read your words. Okay, then they'll see what you're about. And if you connect the image and their pain points with your message, that's a very powerful advertising procedure way. Okay, and so you want to make sure you have good imagery. You want to find the needs of a specific group that you're targeting or demographic. You know, it could be parents. It could be parents with kids. It could be new first time home buyers, right? If you're a mortgage person. Okay, it could be uh, fears of that, right? And so you want to find out the common problems with who you're marketing to. And you could use images and words to to uh, attract people to message you. We have messages, you know, tons and tons, dozens of messages coming in every day from Facebook or LinkedIn. Hey, I'm interested in, in what you posted. Hey, I saw what you put. I'm interested, okay? Things like that. <clears throat> and so that's a, a huge way of marketing. Now there is a way to go after other individuals, okay? And so you could connect with people like on LinkedIn, or you could search if, if Facebook groups that you're in have an ISO bar, okay? Whatever keywords, you could search keywords, okay? And, um, and, and stuff to get connected with people in your group that are actually looking for you, okay? And so sometimes, again, you have to do the searching, okay? That's that's more a little bit more labor intensive, but you could use the searching features in a group, an ISO bar, typing keywords, or you could post in a group and have people come to you, okay? And so we actually recommend using both of those together in, uh, in connection with each other. And so that's uh, nice because when you have a post, you could be having people message you while you're sleeping, okay? Now, that's how to, to search for people and have people searching for you get connected with you okay but what about paid ads that's the next step and so all these other ones that i've shared so far warm market working with friends of friends uh connecting with people through facebook or linkedin or any other platform or getting followers that's uh that's all doable free okay when it comes to paid ads i use the free stuff we mix the free stuff with the paid stuff because i test my marketing messages with the free resources and see what resonates with specific targeted groups of individuals and everything. And then when I know it's working really well with the free stuff, it'll work on a bigger scale with the paid stuff. And that way you're not wasting money, okay? And so because I've done my market research and stuff like that, I know the, the, the diary journal entries that these people put in. And I'm like tearing out a page of their journal and putting it into an advertising campaign. Okay. And so when it comes to LinkedIn, for example, why LinkedIn's really special, really cool is because there's automated messaging software that you could use to connect with people for you while you're sleeping. You could be connecting with people and sending automated messages. And if you're focused on a niche, because here's the thing too, 
everyone's had bad marketing experiences where they get messages and you could just tell it's a robot because they're it's not personalized and stuff like that. And so that's why you have to do your market research. Novices won't do their market research and spend the time to put together a custom message for a specific demographic or group or profession. You know, if you're marketing to attorneys, you could use attorney language. But if you're sending attorney language messages to a doctor, it's not gonna work out so good. But when you have specialized in a specific area, it's like you're tearing a page out of their diary because you know the way that they think, the way that they're, they're, they experience pain and how you can give them freedom from that. Okay, that's huge when it comes to marketing. Do not skip the market research process. Uh, otherwise, you'll be one of those people that you hate getting messages from on Facebook or LinkedIn or these other platforms, okay? And so you wanna target your messaging, but it's nice on LinkedIn, you could have automated messages going out to people that are personalized and I've had another, I've had experiences where it's kind of funny where other business consultants who are, you know, a lot of our marketing goes towards teachers right now on LinkedIn. And so I had a school teacher who just started a side business doing this kind of stuff, like marketing and stuff. And he said, hey, man, I could tell this is a very authentic message. And you wrote this. This wasn't by a robot. And that's the stuff that I do. I just wanted to say if you're open to connecting the chat business, that would be really cool. And so I thought it was really funny because it was like, this was an automated message. And someone in the profession of marketing automated messages is like, I couldn't tell it was an automated message. And so that, uh, that was kind of a funny experience right there. But when you do your research real well, and you know the processes of how their, their brains are thinking and stuff, it's a, it's a very powerful tool. LinkedIn's a dangerous tool because you can connect with a thousand people a week. And so our automated messaging software that our co-founders get access to and, and the marketing program that we help them set up, it's $99 a month, but you could get in front of a thousand people a week and it can do it while you sleep. It could set appointments with for you while you sleep. Now, when someone responds to an automated message, it doesn't send any more automated messages. So it's always in control with human interaction involved, okay? And so there's a lot of different uh, uh, social media platforms that have automated messaging. And when you do a really good job on your marketing, it's just a phenomenal tool. It's super inexpensive and can lead you to thousands and thousands of individuals to, uh, to share your business with, okay? Whether it's sales or franchising, whatever it is, okay? And so I would never not use LinkedIn because of that, because the value that you get, and it's led us to hundreds and hundreds of people and thousands and thousands of dollars made from that. So that's LinkedIn, because there's all kinds of messaging stuff you could use for that. When it comes to Facebook, it's a little bit different. You could use paid Facebook ads to create awareness for your business. And again, it does the same thing, but it's on a bigger scale. And so Facebook could get you in front with $5 a day. You could literally get put in front of, you know, thousands of people a day. Your ads could be placed in front of thousands of people a day that are specific targeted people. And uh, that's really, really cool. Okay. Now, I use, again, the free stuff to make sure my messaging resonates with a specific group. Then I scale and, uh, and, and invest more money into paid Facebook ads because I can get in front of a lot more people. But I know it works. It's not guessing. And now there's it takes a little bit to get to that point, but it's, it's so good. And so 
um, how you utilize that is there's what's called KPIs, key performance indicators that tells you how your funnel is doing. And so what a funnel is, is just like what you think it is, okay? It's an area to get a large amount in the beginning, but you wanna funnel down to a small funnel at the bottom of your funnel will come out qualified leads because not everyone's going to be interested in your product or service as much as you're in love with it which you should be not everyone's going to see it the way that you see it okay and even through a proven method that we use for our marketing campaign like finding out the pain points you know what keeps people awake at night and just putting together an emotional ad for it even still it's a proven system it still takes some work to figure out how to communicate that message correctly and so with that, when it comes to social media, the first indicator you want to keep track of is your cost per click, your CPC. You know, cost per clicks, and you don't actually pay this, but Facebook's algorithm and their software tracks it. So you create a Facebook page, okay, for your business, fill it out with as much info as you can. Then on your business page, you could create Facebook ads and market to a specific uh, interest, okay? And that's really unique because if you're, you know, looking at people who like, let's just say Bass Pro and you're marketing, you know, outdoor stuff to people who like Bass Pro, you want to make sure your your ad is getting in front of people like that. You know, you don't want to market that to farmers, okay? Well, maybe, maybe that's not the best example, but attorneys, attorneys versus um, people who like Bass Pro, that they have very different interests, okay? And so uh, you want to make sure your ad gets in front of the right people. And so your cost per clicks, okay, should be at least between, you know, $1 to $3 per click. Now, again, you don't pay that each time someone clicks on your ad. It just tracks the cost of and does the math for you. But that's just an indicator, a KPI, key performance indicator, that you want your ad between. Cost per click should be between $1 and $3. And this is, by the way, for a service-based industry where, you know, we're able to make $1,000 or more per appointment that we go on. If you're selling a smaller gadget or a smaller product where you only make like 10 or 15 bucks on it, the KPIs are going to be different. But specifically for you service-based uh, individuals who can make a little bit more than selling just a product, okay, these are KPI or key performance indicators for a service-based business, okay? So uh, cost per clicks, you want around $1 to $3, okay? Um, your cost per lead, okay? So in your funnel, you're going to have an ad. People can click on the ad and you could send that ad to send people to a, for example, a landing page. And a landing page is different from a website. It's very, a very simplified version of a, a website because you want people to take one specific action. That could be to download a PDF of yours if it's a service-based business. That could be to um, enroll in your email campaign. That could be to watch a video. That's what I use, a VSL, a video sales letter. And so, um, the way that we use that is people will click on the ad it will take them to the landing page and then they put in their email address and they can get instant access to a video. But what's nice, I have that connected to our email campaign that we use called uh, it's through constant contact. And so that uh, when they put in their email address, they automatically get an email right away. And then every other couple of days, they're going to get information from me. Okay. And so that's really nice because that's the follow-up process and people could schedule an online appointment through that email. 
But at the same time, they're gonna get instant access through our funnel. When they enter their email address, they're gonna get instant access to a video that's gonna educate them and share everything about how we help co-founders start a business, how we help entrepreneurs start a business and the resources that they get and, and the strategies and the structures involved with that. So I'm gonna educate them on our business opportunity. And so from there, they can actually fill out a form and schedule an appointment. But even if they don't, they're at least connected to a following up email campaign. Okay. And so email campaigns are super good. You want to have good, high quality content that has to deal with, uh, with what they're, they're being educated on through your video or your PDF or something like that, whatever they're, they're looking into, which is why they clicked on your ad. You want to provide good information in the email and the more free content you can give, even stuff like this, like this podcast, this is free. This is a free uh, podcast and a way to structure a business and stuff. It establishes you as a credible source for business moving forward. Plus, you never know when you could partner with someone with your business and what they're doing. And so that's a really powerful resource right there. Now, for paid members who are co-founders and who we are personally mentoring to build a franchise and stuff, they get access to a whole bunch more stuff. It's super inexpensive to own a franchise with us. Um, 99 bucks one time and then 25 a month. That's not that bad, okay? And so very low business overhead, but high profit margins, okay? And so uh, that's a, an indicator that you want is the cost per lead. That's the lead is when they give you something like their email address or they fill out a form, you know, and can get more information. That's a lead. The cost per lead uh, needs to be around three to five dollars per lead. OK, and you want 20 percent of people doing something. So when they come visit your landing page, you want them to take an action step and, and the goal is at minimum to have over 20% of everyone who comes to your landing page or or you could direct them to your website. You want 20% of people doing something. Then from there, we have, for us, it's a cost per appointment. And so, and we want to be closing at least 25% of all of our appointments. That's our average closing ratio for our co-founders. And so if it takes, you know, 10 appointments, if, if you get 10 appointments at $100 each, okay, but you're making, you know, $1,000 and you're closing 20% of those 10 appointments, then that's uh, $2,000 you made and it'll cost you a grant. So there's a 50% profit margin. 50% profit margin is pretty good right there, okay? And so why it's important to have a funnel is because you want to be able to break it up into pieces. So if people aren't clicking on your ad, you know, you don't need to fix your landing page. You need to fix your ad and the words you use. Well, if 20% of folks that are going to your website or your landing page or downloading your PDF or whatever, if they're 20%, if less than 20% are becoming actual leads and you're getting follow-up info from them, well, that tells you you need to change the messaging potentially on your your uh, ad. I'm sorry. Let me go back a step. If the cost per click is out and it's like $5 in your cost per click, that means you need to change your image is really what you need to do to grab attention. The, to fix the cost per lead, um, then you need to, if 20% of people aren't becoming a lead, then you want to change the messaging either on your landing page or in your ad so that that way they're seeing the same thing and the communication is done properly. You know, if someone clicks on an ad uh, for getting a food recipe, but then they go to a website or a landing page and it has nothing to do with food recipes and it's like racing cars, 
you know, there's going to be a disconnect there. And that's how you fix your cost per lead. Well, if you're not closing the leads you get and they're not get you're they're scheduling appointments, but you're not closing. Well, then that that shows you could train your your staff better on closing. OK, and so you have a funnel for a reason so you could break it up and pick it apart and only fix the one area. You don't want to make a lot of fixes at once. You just want to focus on areas, which is why I give those KPIs of the percentages so you know what it should be at. You know, your cost per appointment uh, should be less than $200. It should be between $50 to $200, okay? And that way you have good profit margins for that as well too if you're a service-based company. And then you just want to look and troubleshoot where things are. And so that's the big thing when it comes to marketing. It's it's there's a lot of analytical stuff. There's data. It's not just done off emotion. There's an actual math and science behind it. And be, why? Because everything falls on sales and marketing with your company. All companies, governments everywhere depend on sales and marketing. And you need to come up with a system that can market your company, your business without you having to do it. And so that's the thing is uh, we've mastered that for us, for our business, for our co-founders, people who own a business with us. That way they're making money, they're helping people. They have a purpose-driven life and all of that stuff. And so that's our marketing crash course. So thanks for tuning in to the Entrepreneur for Entrepreneurs podcast. And again, may your families be richly blessed.